0: Hey, hey, it's your girl, Chelsea Lee Rock, coming to you, giving you another episode of The Confidence Queen. Today, I'm going to talk about something that I think is really very powerful, interesting, exciting, weird, all of the above. I want to talk a little bit about optimism versus pessimism and how they can work for you, like both of them. And I really want to dive into a few different different thoughts. You see, I always thought I was so positive. I never thought I was negative. And when I was maybe like 19 or 20, my someone in my family was like, oh, you know, you really think negatively on that. And I thought about it and I was like, no, I don't, you know, I'm just, I'm just passionate about it. And I thought about that and I thought a lot of us are passionate about subjects or passionate about things in our life or you know, areas of interest, topics, politics, whatever. And we come off as negative. We come off as pessimistic or cynical or, you know, put the adjective in that fits for you. And I thought about that and I wanted to kind of talk about how they can work in your favor because optimistic people are people that are naturally more happy. It's been proven by psychology. You're happier, you're healthier. There's just so many benefits. And then they always say that pessimistic people Die earlier, there's more suicide rates, there's more stress, there's all these things. But I think that a lot of the times pessimism gets a bad rep because it's given a different um packaging per se. In the sense of a lot of the times people aren't even being so negative, they're just feeling like they're being real, they're being a realist, or they're being pragmatic, or they're being, you know, they've experienced something where it's like, okay this is what's going to happen because this is what happened before. And that's what I that's what I want to talk about right now. First thing first is that a lot of us have experienced, including myself, I have experienced so many times the same thing over and over again. So let's, I'll give you an example. Let's say that, um, that I'm working with a business and every time I get to this one place in my business, every time I used to get to like this one place before like pre-launch when I would Um, doing it, do like something for my coaching business and i get so excited. And all of a sudden I I feel like I get really sick and I get so negative and so angry. Like, Oh, why am I getting sick? And I don't even mean sick, sick. I mean like just kind of worn down. And I notice that and I think, why am I getting worn down? Am I getting worn down? And then I'd start thinking over and over again, just overthinking everything like, Oh, is it because I'm launching this now? Or I'm so tired. Did I not get enough sleep? Is my body getting just like older? Like what, you know, all these thoughts would get into my head and then I would get into a negative state. Like, well, this always happens. So how can I, you know, what am I supposed to do? And the way I shifted that was by realizing that a lot of us don't realize that every emotional pattern we've created has been from something we've experienced, that we can actually create a new pattern at any point. So if I'm thinking about coaching or business, or you know, you can use anything, fitness, and you keep coming to the same result, you get this plateau, or you don't get the results you want, we get into this thought, we're like, oh, it's going to happen again. But it doesn't have to happen again. It's just what we've created in our mind. So one of the biggest ways to get out of that is to really, really believe that we have the ability to create and experience something new. For example, let's say I'll use the same example of, of, you know, feeling worn down. I would literally get up the next morning earlier and I don't want to say push myself because that's not the right wording. I would just look at it differently. I would get up earlier. I wouldn't sleep in. And I would do some yoga or some sort of thing in the morning that just relaxed me. And and I say yoga, I mean like a 10-minute yoga video online, like just something to kind of get me out of my funk, especially in the morning. I think any sort of yoga or um, just personal time in the morning is so helpful and healthy because it's for us. Like we just rush out of bed. We just go, go, go. And we don't take the time for ourselves. And if we don't take the time for ourselves, then that kind of sets the tone for the entire day. So I like to give myself anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes and just give that time to whatever a lot that time to maybe it's just literally laying in bed or brushing my teeth, or maybe it's, you know, I don't know, looking at something random online that I want to, but whatever it is, I just give myself that time. And I noticed I went to online, but I do want to say that if you look at your phone later, people say that you're 20 to 30% more likely to be successful during the day. So really take that time for yourself. Don't really play on your phone. That's not the best example. But anyway, back to what I'm saying about how this changes your your pattern. So I'd get up early and then I would just start doing stuff that I enjoyed. And it would get me out of that feeling of being worn down. Which brings me to point number two. What are three things in your life right now that would just light you up? I mean, just really, really light your soul on fire. Like light you up where you are like, this is me. This is it. This is so, so fun. And I share this with you because it will get you out of whatever that negative emotion is. There's nothing wrong with being passionate and being real i mean we definitely need to be a lot more real these days i love the whole realist perspective but being real and being negative are two different things so take a step back and and ask yourself what are you doing and who are you becoming because when i'm really talking about what i'm really talking about when i say pessimism is more the realist perspective that's okay But when we get negative and we get down and we get frustrated and we want to blame everyone, blame all these things, circumstances on why our life isn't the way we want, then we're not going anywhere. We're literally hitting a brick wall, like a big fat brick wall. Like I love to actually think of the analogy of this wall in front of me and I'm smacking it because that is... What's happening every time we go to this behavior, which is what I was saying with my coaching. Like, if I got into this attitude, like, I'm so worn down, I'm so tired, maybe that was true, but a lot of that was created subconsciously for whatever reason. Maybe I was, you know, maybe I was nervous of success. Maybe I, I had that fear of, like, oh no, what happens if it's actually really, really good? What if people actually love my course? Oh man, then I'm gonna have to do it all the time. Oh, then I'm gonna have to be consistent and when you're consistent and you're not you know you're not normally a consistent person which was me i was really inconsistent it felt like you know it felt like something else it felt kind of like a what we call it in psychology a pattern interrupt but it felt like a disruption or like maybe confusion it felt like it just felt like not me it felt like not normal or whatever because it wasn't it was new and that's part of the whole thing is When we do these things, we have to think of the new. And that's why I go back to my second point, which is what lights your soul up? What just makes you go, oh, whoa, this is freaking awesome. Like I have those things. I love voiceovers. I've been doing them on and off professionally for six years. And I have no joke, you guys, this is true. I have probably gone on 450 auditions just with one company alone. That's not every company. That's one company. And I looked back at the analytics. I think it's between 450 and 500 auditions. And I only had actually received maybe like 50 proposals or 50 jobs. So that's like 10%, right? And 10% is a great, is great. Actually, I think it's less than that. I might be doing my math wrong. But the point was, is that out of those 500, I got 50. No, that's 10%. Anyway, I just remember thinking, though, throughout that process, like, this is what I love to do, you know? And when I did get a job, I got I got paid really well and I made really good money. So a lot of times for me, it was worth it. And not only that, I would have done it for free because I, I just love it. And another thing I really love to do is I love speaking. I've been blessed to speak on many stages and get to do some really, really cool things and meet incredible people. I've met... I actually met my now business coach and mastermind coach at, (laughs) at a speaking event where we both spoke and it was a few years ago, but we connected and we had that same connection. We had that, we built that camaraderie and, you know, continue to have that relationship today. So I want you to go to what really lights your soul on fire because it can be anything. I'm picking more business stuff. Um, but you can pick emotional and personal too. I mean, maybe it's hiking. I love hiking. Um, one thing about Southern California is that you have so much hiking at your fingertips. And that's the one thing that I do really suggest if you're feeling in a funk and you have that ability, if you don't have a hiking trail or you're not near the mountains or whatever, just go out and get a walk. Just go walk. Because and will really get your, your muscles moving in your brain. Like your brain's gonna be pumping and you're just gonna be having that, that time for you. And that's what you really need when you feel like you're getting pessimistic or negative, or whatever. And I really want to talk about my last point though, kind of transitioning here, of how it can work for you and how to stop seeing the glasses half full or half empty. Because honestly, we can just throw out the glass. I saw this beautiful meme a few months ago. And it actually, it was a while back, but it said something like it, you know, had the picture of like half full, half empty. And then in the middle, it said, just throw out the glass all together. And I loved that because we don't need to have the glass who created the glass, who created that analogy at any point we can create our own. We can create how, how much we're going to put in that glass anyway, if we're going to fill it up at all. So why not just take it out? Or why not have that different analogy that works for us? So I really want you to kind of get into the mode of like, everything is figure outable, Things can change. If you've been pessimistic in the past, now psychology does say that we do, that we can carry a negative gene, but it doesn't mean that just because we carry that gene, if that is true for you, that you have to continue in a negative space. Also, it's pr- it's a very small number that actually has that. So start talking to yourself today about how you want to shift those thoughts. So this is, where, this is where my last point is going. So, okay, I want it to work for you. So if you're in a state where you're just really frustrated and you're really annoyed and things aren't going your way, and so the negative part of you or the pessimistic side, whatever, Is kind of like the antagonist, you know, it's like, it's not, it's not working for you. Well, all throughout the Bible, God says he's for us, especially, um, there's my, one of my favorite scriptures since I was a kid. It says, if God is for us, who can be against us? And a lot of times when we put negativity and pessimistic thoughts, it's in the same realm as worry and doubt and anger and frustration. And that's not serving us. So I wanna ask you my my third question or my third point to you is what's serving you? If it's not serving you, why are you keeping it? Well, you're keeping it because it serves you in some way. We always have a reason for why we do what we do, always. So figure out what that reasoning is for you. And so I wanna go a little deeper with that point. So for example, I'll use myself. When I was saying about how I'd get really worn down with my pre-launch right before my big launch for my coaching courses. And I would notice that I would get really frustrated. And when I started to think about it, it was because I was nervous of the fear of success. I was nervous it actually would work. There was a part of me that wondered, you know, I come from a very interesting background with my family. And I, part of me wondered, like, would they want some of my success? What would they say? And all these thoughts would come up. And I realized how much I was caring about what other people thought how much I was focused on what other people's opinions were of me and how I was letting these other things in my life take control as opposed to really going after what I wanted. And I kept making excuses for it in different lights and different, you know, different linings of my life. So it looked like I wasn't making excuses, but it was because underneath that layer, I knew what I was doing. So I want you to come up with that for yourself. I don't know what that is. You know what that is. What is that underlining layer that if you go a step deeper, if you go to that subconscious layer for yourself, what is that that's causing you to stay or holding back from what you want that's not serving you? And that's what's keeping you in a pessimistic state, a negative state. When we are having things work for us, we're in alignment, we're in flow, we're thinking positively. And allow yourself to to feel satisfied today in something. That's my last point. And I I think this is even more powerful than anything else that I've said today because I just love thinking about that. When I was in college, one of my best friends and I were like just talking about something random and she said, well, you know, you and I aren't really that like we, we aren't usually satisfied people. And I wanted to defend myself right away. I'm like, what? No. And then I thought about it and realized she was right. That's true. I'm not, I wasn't, and I still, am not always the most easily satisfied person. It's something I've worked on really, really hard. And now I'm a lot more content and satisfactory and things like that. But it took a while. It took a long while to get there. So I'm asking you to really let yourself be satisfied because you'll realize how much more of life you have when you truly appreciate it. You will realize how much more time you have, how much more Um, exciting things are, how much better food tastes. I mean, everything. So ask yourself what lights yourself up, what lights your soul on fire, what's not serving you, and how you have them work for you is by taking out the glass and allow yourself today to just be satisfied. Find something in your life that you are satisfied with. It can be anything. Take something small. I mean, literally, compliment yourself for something that maybe you did yesterday or this morning or whatever, look at your, you know, look at your life and just say, I'm satisfied with X. I'm satisfied with this. And I hope you have an amazing evening, day, night, wherever you are. And I will talk to you next week.